Fine, I blame myself. You know what? I don't blame myself. No, not this time, Tony. Excuse me one second. <sighs> How you doing, little Tony? Bad? Why do you feel bad? Because everything's falling apart and I can't do anything about it? It's not your fault. I know it's not my fault, but whose fault is it? It's not my fault. It's their fault. That's right, it's their fault. It's their fault. It's their fault. You have failed and you will pay. Pack light, boys. The party's over. Give this man an Oscar. He was robbed. Absolutely robbed. It's not even fair. You know all the Oscar this year? Those Tom Hanks foreskope. <laughs> Alright, maybe he wasn't robbed? <laughs> he should have he should have been in the running, at least. Yeah. At least. At least. <laughs> This is episode 70 of The Last Row Podcast. My name's Drew, joined across the room by my co-host and friend, Mr. Badway. Hello. What's up, Badway? If you're new to the show, our website's thelastrowpodcast.com. We're on Twitter, Facebook. Subscribe on Spotify. Head out to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. Thanks to everybody that left one so far. What's going on, Badway? We're back back again for another. We got heavyweights. Shout out to Kelly for requesting this episode. Heavyweights. Thanks, Kelly. We finally made it. Uh, 1995 comedy slash drama slash family slash Ben Stiller acting clinic. Snuck, I snuck that one in yeah. there. I got to sneak it under the carpet there. Directed by Stephen Brill. You know Stephen Brill wrote all three Mighty Ducks movies. I did not know that. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you how I do. Besides the fact that I looked it up. <laughs> how did you know? But there's, there's a, there's a, there's a hint in this movie. Um, uh, which he also wrote. IMDb 6.7 out of 10. Rotten Tomato 29 percentile. Too low. Too low. Too low. And 6.7, too low. Too Excuse low. me, I forgot to say it. Jerry, not looking for... Okay, before I read the plot, Jerry with a G, are you a fan yeah, of that? Gary. See, I Geary. knew... So when I, in my previous movie, Insider Business, there was a an older, like, maybe a retiree yeah. who was named Jerry with a G, but I've yeah. never known anyone else with the G. Yeah, Doesn't, I, I need a J. There's two people at my job currently that have Jerry with a G. I need a J. I think it's weird. Give me the J. Jerry. Gary. Gary is not looking forward to his summer vacation (laughs) since he'll be spending it at camp for overweight boys in order to shed the poundage. Fortunately, a kindly couple, the Bushkins, run the camp and make the process fun and relaxed. However, they're soon forced to declare bankruptcy and sell the camp to Tony Perkis, a fitness fanatic who turns the camp into a living nightmare. Over the top training. But the kids have a plan to fight back. It sounds like rated R. R. <laughs> I would like to see a rated R version of this movie. No, you don't. I, I think I would. <laughs> I think I would. No, you don't. There was a better alternative description on IMDb. So that, you know, when we do these, I pull them from Google. But you, you got to read the other one because it's, it's kind of like, it's a little bit more cryptic. Plump kids are lured into joining a posh fat camp with a promise of quick weight loss and good times. Only to find the facility is a woodland hellhole <laughs> run by a psycho ex-fitness instructor. What is posh about this place? Nothing is posh. There's no promises of weight loss. Yeah, none at all. Yep. None whatsoever. The two taglines for this movie are actually kind of weak too. I'll read the first one because it's the worst one. It says, they don't run the fastest. They don't jump the highest, but they sure are getting the last laugh. They, they don't run, period. They, they, don't, don't, run. they don't jump, period. <laughs> the, the, the other one's better, though. It says, they never met a hot dog they didn't like until now. What, what is those? The play on words Tony Perkins hot dog? Is, the that, play is, that, is, that, is that what we're doing? He's dogging it, man. He's Financials, Drew. <laughs> None. None to speak of. The only one so you is... You couldn't find the budget? No, I looked on IMDb. I looked all over the place. Actually, I looked for like five minutes, but yeah. I, I, scoured, I didn't care. Scoured the internet. But I do know that it made... I'm going to say less than $5 million. No, I know that it made $17.6 million gross USA. That's not a lot at all, is it? No. And there are no critic reviews worth mentioning at all whatsoever. So we could just skip right over that too. <laughs> Let's just jump right into it. The movie opens with Gary Garner. Gary Gerald Garner. Jerry Gerald Jarter. Kind of a bumbling... Bumbling kiddo, right? a loser. How would you describe it? I mean, the baseball scene says it all. When yeah, he's they, they to, paid him as a loser in the opening sequence, trying to throw it over the fence. Yeah, 
and you get introduced to him pretty quickly. And the fact that his dad thinks that he's going to send him to this Camp Hope. His dad wants him to lose weight. Yeah. And all I could think of the second I saw this movie was, he's a kid, man. He doesn't look that overweight. He looked fine to me. He's like, a little, a lot overweight. But what? how old was he? Like 11. 10? Jer- Jerry Garner, age he'll, 11, 141 pounds. He'll grow out of it. Come on. It's not baby fat, Drew. He'll grow out of it. Just That's fat, fat, Drew. Go ride your bike. You know, I mean, I guess to keep him active. You maybe. think the parents haven't been trying that for the last couple summers there, Drew? It's true. I mean, he said, I'm going to hang out. I got plans. I'm going to hang. When they bring the salesman, I want to talk about the sales pitch for a second. He's in the house. They paint it as this thing where he doesn't want to go. The dad, Jeffrey Tambor, with a mustache, looks completely like a different person. Yeah. He He's saying, you're going to go, right? If you're the kid, like, it looks like you hear the word fat camp. You don't want to lose weight. You want to hang with your friends in the summer. You don't think it's going to be any fun. They show the video, kind of quickly turned around, didn't he? Oh, yeah. But forget, there's they don't want the kid to lose weight. You know the number one reason why parents send their kids to, to camp? They want to go to the movies. They want to they, hang they, out. They want a bag in the house. <laughs> that's, that's exactly that's why. That's really what's going on. You, want, exactly. you, want, you want an R-rated movie, R-rated heavyweights? <laughs> They're going to cut back to, to Jeffrey Tambor. What's going- <laughs> I don't want to see that. So I told you you didn't want to see it. I told that. you that. <laughs> I can, all I can say is, yeah. did the camp counselor, the guy, the salesman for the camp yeah. who came to the house, do you think he was actually trying to sell the promise of fat weight loss? Like, a not fat loss, a weight loss? Or was yeah. it, hey, let's just get these kids in this camp and let's bring them to a place where they can feel uh, like like more empowered and have more self-esteem because... The kid was clearly getting well, picked on in life. There's two different sales pitches. The previous sale pitch that was just sold to the parents and not the kid is this is a fat camp. We're going to ha- we're going to get your kid to lose weight. But the videotape is for the kids to say, like hey, this place looks fun. I am not going to throw a tantrum and I will get on the bus and I will go to this camp. And it was a plane. It wasn't even just a bus. It was yeah. a bus and a plane. He was Said from Long Island. Damn, it's like it's a. How much money do you think he spent all this thing? Man? Well, you looked this up before the show, right? What did you say? Like you looked up weight loss camp. How yeah. much was it? These days, they say they could range anywhere from two hundred to two thousand dollars per week. Girl. I don't know if I would pay for that. I this think you'd pay camp for a personal was trainer. Thirteen thousand dollars for a summer. Wouldn't you just pay for a personal trainer instead? And it's like probably a better value. Yeah, but you don't get the camaraderie of the camp. I think no, you don't get the you don't get the you don't get the pal around. So do you think Jeffrey Tambor was a sucker? Do you think ultimately... Suckers this, bored every minute, Drew. But do you, do you think that this place actually would try to make them lose weight? You know what I'm talking about with the... What, what was her name? Jerry Stiller? Basically, yeah. he's Ben Stiller's dad? Yeah, no, I think the camp's a racket. It was a racket, I think right? it, it's just a racket. Yeah. And and I, I think you can kind of tell. So he gets on the plane and you get introduced. Let's talk about some of the campers yeah. here that are going to this camp. Now, let, me, let me rephrase. It's not a racket. It's a real camp... Where kids can have fun, right? Yeah. It's like your run-of-the-mill summer camp, but it's not a weight loss camp, which was sold to the parents. That That's where it's a racket. What I don't understand is how do they stay in business, and they clearly don't, but yeah. how would you stay in business <laughs> if you're promising this weight loss miracle, the promise of weight I, loss, Yeah, they're not losing any weight? Yeah. That's, that's the thing is that the same kids, the kids seem like they know each other. They've been around for a long time. Jerry's the new kid. He's the one new kid. Everyone else has been there multiple years. Dare to say they've gotten fatter. Yeah, and but if you're the parent, would you send? Is that a good investment? What did I tell you? They, they don't, don't care. care. They, <laughs> just want, they just want to bang on the kitchen table. <laughs> on the kitchen table. They just want to bang on the kitchen don't table. They have other kids in their family that are not like quote unquote fat that they're hanging out, or they send them to summer school. Oh, they're going to a different camp. They're going to <laughs> music, music camp, music football camp, camp, basketball camp. camp. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about some of the bunkmates. Because you got a bunch of people from the Mighty Ducks movies in here. Oh, yeah. You got Goldberg, who's Goldberg. the cool kid, yep. Josh. Dare I say larger than he was at Mighty Ducks? He definitely was. And yeah. this was a couple of years later. 95, this was. Yeah. 92 oh, yeah. was the original Mighty Ducks. What'd you think of him? Because I kind of found him annoying in this. Oh, yeah. Totally annoying. He Absolutely. was the guy that thought yeah. he was awesome, but he really wasn't. He just probably had been the oldest. And yeah. he shaved, so people thought he was cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same thing. He was basically Goldberg in this movie, right? But Goldberg, the difference is in Mighty Ducks, Goldberg was was lame, right? 
and he wasn't cool. I kind of thought he was cool. He wasn't. He he thought he, he was cool. He thought he was cool. But no one else on the well, team. I guess did. everyone thinks he's cool in this one. Yeah. Right. That's what yeah. I mean. Like all the people in this look up to Super him. Super confident. Yeah. You got Keenan Thompson. Keenan Thompson. Keenan Thompson. <laughs> you got Keenan Thompson. He gets introduced to, to Gary, Gary Gingrich on Gary the Gary Gurich. He's basically given him the lowdown of the whole place. Like, he oh. knows everything. He knows everyone. He knows the ins. He knows the outs. He's got it all under control. He's got it all mapped out. What do you think of him? Do you like him? Oh, yeah. He's a total wise ass, but again, he was a Mighty Ducks, too. He's a wise ass. You got Nicholas, Nikolai. the British kid, all the way from, from the UK, going to this fat <laughs> camp. He wasn't did, that did they Did they send him overseas, or did he? does he live in Iowa he somewhere? Lives, he lives in Iowa. Did they send him for overseas? <laughs> it's like, this camp is The world-renowned. So, <laughs> the world-renowned Camp uh, Hope. They lost so much weight that he's coming from England. Do they have fat camps in England, or do you think this is just an American it's, problem? It must be just an American problem. Yeah. Us gluttonous Americans. Yeah. Um, he wasn't very fat at all. <laughs> then you had the giant, that guy that was like, Oh my Probably god! Six foot. Yeah, obviously two. the giant's illegitimate child. He, he had the dirt stash too. He had the dirt stash going on. <laughs> he curly shaven, curly fro going. He needed to shave. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. like freaking Goldberg did not need you a know, shave. wispy mustache. Then you get the kid that's not the not fat fat kid. He wasn't fat at all. It was the kid with the glasses? <laughs> yeah, there's this kid know? who's like totally normal. He was just didn't look at all overweight. Yeah, he looked like me. Way. It's like yeah, he's a little chubby, but you know he's all right. You got the the little fat kid. I feel bad saying fat kid. Is it, I feel like this is a politically incorrect. It's all right. I'm fat, so you're allowed to say. It. <laughs> you're not. You're allowed we, to say it. This is politically incorrect. So the the little kid who was overweight. No, the little fat kid. The yeah, little fat yeah. kid. And then you got the Tiny. really fat kid. Yeah. The fat. The fat. The the who, fat. The fat faced fat kid. R.I.P. Yeah. I saw he just died, Shit, but of man. sleep apnea. It wasn't of being overweight. I don't think. Well, I think maybe at least the other. I don't know. It was sleep apnea. That plus the fat equals R.I.P. Man. Maybe. Rest yeah, in peace. like in January, I because I was looking up where are they now. You know, yeah. they do that with the Mighty Ducks, and the guy who plays Gary or Jerry, he is like ripped right now. Is he like a handsome fella? Yeah, it's, oh, it's yeah. like you know he's got like washboard abs. He was doing some <laughs> model shoot. I guess the Perkins system the works. Perkins system works. But uh, this this overweight kid, he unfortunately he passed away in in January. Then you have the, the well, that's actually the fat the fatter the the fattest kid, I guess, is what we put in the notes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. But like, how talking about politically incorrect? Like, what is the casting call for this thing? Yeah, I was wondering that. Like, oh, just, oh, we, we, casting out to all parents. Is your kid fat? We're gonna put him in this movie where he's in fat camp, right? Like, isn't that it's, awkward? I don't know how that works. So yeah. you think about movies in general, right? Where it's like somebody plays a gross Tinder date. Right. Like somebody got cast as gross Tinder really date. Really fugly two. date or yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> However they put right. it in the in the credits. Yeah. Like I wondered the same thing as I was watching this. Did the kids feel like like and they're kids too. It's not like they're adult actors. Yeah. Like they got self esteem. I'll tell you what though, I feel like in acting, I feel like it's nobody cares about that shit. Yeah, no, they don't. You're looking for a job and they know what they know where they're at. Like they know what's up. Look at Jonah Hill. I mean, yeah. he's been fat and skinny like yeah. six times over, right? Yeah, he keeps I, I going think up and down. I don't. I, I think actors are like oblivious to this kind of thing. They're not oblivious, but they they don't care. What's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, I, I get it. They're yeah. they're indifferent to indifferent, it. Not indifferent, not oblivious. Indifferent. <laughs> well, what is the definition of over, overweight? Because you got clear, like I guess differences in a lot of these kids. I guess a a parent could send any kid they want to this place, yeah. right? Right. Even parents with like very superficial parents that if you're like five pounds overweight, oh my kidneys go to they need to lose to go, go weight, weight loss camp. This yeah. is ridiculous, you know. Yeah, I guess you could do which that. I think happened in some of these cases, but, but not I, in Jerry's case. It seems like they've got a good moral support system at Camp Hope, though, because it seems like the original owners were good people. They seem to kind of nurture these kids, give them a, a, well, a nurturing environment. A little grandma, grandpa type thing going on yeah. with Jerry Stiller and, and the wife. They have these cool things like go-karts. Yeah. They got the blob out there that they can they can play in, in the lake. And then you got three camp counselors that are pretty supportive. Yeah. What do you think of Pat? Well, Pat, Pat Finley. Pat has allegedly been coming to this camp for 18 years now, right? That's quite a long time. So he's time. an adult, and I don't know if he started as a child, but the problem is, like, he's, like, the most overweight person in this entire movie. So, again, like, who are these parents sending their kids to? I don't know if it was one of those things where you watch, like, Wet Hot American Summer where the ki- the kids were in the camp and they became the counselor and yes. all this stuff, right? And I think it was a situation of that. Yeah. I actually have an even even deeper theory for you. Oh, 
we just got done watching you know a movie where a guy gets in a roller coaster and hits a brick wall and goes back in time. <laughs> Does it not? Do you know the scene when they're sitting next to each other, Pat and Jerry? Yeah. Oh, I see it. They yep. look exactly like yeah, the same like person. That's like they could be his. That could be his father. What if it was his actual it's father? His self. Jeffrey Tambor looks nothing like him. <laughs> he went back in time like the Terminator, yeah. and he decided that he needed to go to camp so that he could take down Tony Perkins. <laughs> so he went back in time, and he did that. Because that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Well, the kid, the, well, the, the future self and past self, they he actually the one patted the other on the back, so same space, same time. Yeah, that <laughs> they, kind of blows they didn't up that implode. That, so that blows up your time cup. I mean, it could, we could be observing other time travel rules, but not time cop But rules. the movie did freeze at that yeah. time, didn't it? So maybe Ooh. it ended. Ooh, <laughs> the, the movie ended. imploded. It did freeze. <laughs> it did. We yes, don't know what did. happened. No, but you know what my worst fear is? Is that if you watch this movie, and I don't know if you've ever seen a picture of me, your host, bad way, <laughs> but he has my hair. No, like, come he does. On. Uh, my hair is gonna look like that in like five years. You were so you were so worried when you were watching the movie. Yeah, you it's said, the same hair. He's you said his hair's thinner. He's got the and pattern bald, it's thin, stringy. It's getting bald. <laughs> what is? I put it to the side. What is stringy hair? Uh, like describe stringy hair to it's me. It's just so fine and thin. <laughs> just so fine. Like when I think of stringy you hair, cut something. Like I could cut myself when I go to like run my hair through. Like I get like little paper cuts. <laughs> It's like it's <laughs> when I think of stringy hair, I think of like inadvertent like dreadlocks. Yeah. Like it's like stringy and like it's yeah. got like grease in it or something. It's like you know, you know, like the flimsy like the the the, the sixth string on a guitar. It's yeah. like it's real tiny. You <laughs> can, like it breaks all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my hair. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm sitting across the room from it. I can definitely put you it. You can't put, even see it. There's like barely any left. Yeah, but, like five. He's like balding five. over yeah. here. He's balding over here. Like Statham and Ghost of Mars. No, but he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Nice guy, not the greatest fat camp counselor because he doesn't do the one job you're supposed to do for weight loss camp, and that's get these kids to lose weight. He almost, and he's a bad role model with his is. body with his body image. He almost had them killed in a trampling incident when he tried to get them out of the bus, and he didn't <laughs> open the door, and he told them, oh, get out, and then he yeah. closed the door, and everyone yeah. got trampled. Pretty dangerous. A little, a little bit of a loose cannon here, yeah. this Pat. Not to be confused with... Slim Jim Tim over here, <laughs> played Tim. by played by Paul Feig of uh, Director Fame. Director Fame. I, I thought he did a good job at this one. Actually. He was great. Was, I I remember funny. watching this as a kid, and he was probably my, one of my favorite actors in the whole movie. I thought he was a great actor. I thought good he character. He, he like he definitely looked like and uh, acted like a camp counselor. Yes. Like your goofy buddy, your pal, your, you know. Especially when he gets gluttonous with them. Yeah. He's like yeah. dancing like crazy. He acts like a kid and he could be your buddy for sure. What'd you think of Nurse Julie? Nurse Julie. Yeah, everybody had a crush on Nurse Julie, but. <laughs> Would you try to go to the nurse's office? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like like the, the hidden secret is she's the object of everyone's affection because she's the quite literally the only female in this movie. Yeah, I'm surprised that they didn't make Aside them, from a few mothers and a few girls at the at the, the dance. dance. Yeah, I'm surprised that Perkis didn't make them have a male nurse. Yeah. Like, you know, like a, like one of the, like they had um Lars was this German counselor. Right. I thought they would have some type of like hardcore like European like doctor yeah, that right. would force them to do different medical treatments. Instead of having this like no, nice, no, that's a great person. idea actually. Yeah. Like they, they should have had. Somebody. If you want to make this movie 140 minutes, then yeah, we, we should, we should we have that. that. I'd <laughs> be fine with it being 140 minutes, but oh my god! So if you're if you're the parents, right, and you send your kids to this this camp, and they come back fatter, you got all these counselors, these role models, right? And originally these were the same counselors. It seems like the nurses knew, but Paul Feig has been there, and so has Pat. Yep. It doesn't seem like they're losing weight. Do you think these parents, I mean, it seems like they're sending them back. You think that's a good investment? It's a terrible investment. Now, obviously, like I said, bang on the, bang on the couch, the living room, a living that's room a, floor. I know. In the garage. In the, in the, garage. In the kid's bedroom. <laughs> that's an absolute violation. Absolute violation. It used to be their bag room before they had the kid. <laughs> this is a bag, a bag room? <laughs> You're inventing new words on this show here. <laughs> I don't know. You know, you know, Christian Gray's room. You yeah, know? yeah, like yeah. That's going to be the kid's bedroom one day. It's, they're going to have and it's sad. The butt whippers hanging on yeah. the wall. That will one day be the kid's bedroom. <laughs> no, but 
Yeah, obviously, you know, I don't know why these parents are sending their kids back there. Like, there's got to be more than one, right? I mean, they flew the kids all the way to, what was it, Carolina? I You said they were filmed in North Carolina. Yeah. The one kid had a Panther shirt on. A lot of Panthers, on. paraphernalia. The had a Falcons. Yeah. I assumed it was it's somewhere the south, there. for sure. Yeah, southeast. You would think that they would look up other camps, like these other parents that have sent their kids multiple times. They come back with, you know, larger. Yeah. And, and this is the perfect segue, because they show up to the camp, and Jerry's like, Oh guys, I snuck in some some Tootsie Rolls or whatever whatever piece of candy that he had, and then you see kids pulling salamis out of their yeah. Hands. <laughs> like, the one kid, I think it was the was it the British kid? He had straight up like salamis like hidden in his in, like strapped to his back. Yeah, like nunchucks. Like what's that about? Like concealing a weapon. So I want to talk about the hiding spots because these kids. So they're definitely cheating, right? They're cheating in oh, multiple ways. Oh, and I'll take a side here in a minute, but they had these hiding spots. Couple were genius. Couple were, which is so obviously stupid and fake. Like the worst one to me was the trunk. That's the yeah. first place. Oh I'm yeah. Looking. You hide the food in the false bottom under the trunk. It's like, it's the first step. The best yeah. one, the Same. absolute best one. Yeah. The the corner of the bed. Yeah. The bed post. I mean, it was a genius, but. Perkis sniffed that out right he away, did. didn't he, though? He had, like, a laser or yeah. something. I don't know how that He was knocking it. on and waiting for the hollow point. Now, under the bed, that's just ridiculous. That's under stupid. The bed. But I don't... Do you think they were getting checked on pre-Perkins? No. Perkis? I think they kind of turned a blind eye. They yeah. probably knew that it was there. Pat was yeah. probably stealing some himself because he yeah. knew. Probably so, these other guys were, too. It's the kind of thing where it's like, you know, like, oh, you know, you're a Sopranos fan. Yeah. Where it's like... uh Tony Soprano's wife, Carmella, it's like, she knows he's cheating on her. Yes. But just don't rub it in my face, And right? if she doesn't see it, yeah. it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Don't rub it in my... I know you're doing this. Just don't rub it in my... Don't bring it in my home. Exactly. So this is the scenario where I know you're sneaking snacks. Just be cool. How about how yeah. about you try to hide them? Exactly. Yeah. Don't put them out in plain sight. The best the best spot for him, ultimately, and it's not until later in the movie, is the, is the tree stump. And I have stump. A, I got a great story about this. Stump. This is a, this is a, a one-minute quick story. No. There's a guy at my, at my work that would, uh, we have these like rolling drawers, and he would put like candy in his drawer, yeah. and um, we would basically like take it out. So I started calling it the tree stump, and no one knew what I was talking about because <laughs> no one had seen this movie. So I'm sitting there like talking about, has anyone seen heavyweights? Yeah. And I kept saying like, you got to put your candy in your stump. So he would put all kinds of candy in there. We'd all kind of take from it during the day. Like like in the movie, we're yeah. all like picking out of this out of this drawer. So eventually I went on Amazon and I bought him a tr- like a tree stump, like a hollowed out tree stump. It's like a like, like a little a ottoman cookie type jar thing. or what? Like, no, what it's it? like it's like a it's like a sort of like a oh, so, um, oh, so it's like container. a decor. A decor yeah. type. Yeah. And you take the lid off and it's a tree stump. Yeah. So we we have that in his desk now. And we I was like he was out on vacation one time, so I loaded yeah. it up with all kinds of candy and stuff. So it was it's fun. It's like a fun little joke. So if these people don't know about heavyweights, no. then it's I'm glad that you were able to like, you know, shed the light. That's what bit, I mean. Right? And you know, people don't know about the Oscar worthy performance of Ben Stiller. They right. just know White Goodman. Yeah. But they don't know what came before it. Well, you know what? Tom Hanks won best actor. Yeah. Ben Stiller would have been supporting actor. He should have won. So whoever wants supporting actor in '95 can get the hell out. Just get I, the hell and out. I'm not even I'm not even joking when yeah. I say this. That's a great performance. All right, I'm going to look it up while we're talking <laughs> later on. I'm going to find who best supporting actor was in 1995. Yeah. I got a question before we move on, though. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so we talk about why would you send your kids back to this camp? This, that, and the other thing. Besides the banging. Besides the banging, right? Which is obvious. <laughs> <laughs> now, aside from the weight loss thing, I mean. Good buddies, right? Yeah, I mean, friends for good life. Good times, good buddies, good activities. It's a good summer. It's a good summer. Your kid's having a great summer. The self-esteem has risen, right? Exactly. So is that worth it? Is that... Or let me ask you this. Uh, on the flip side, is it false self-esteem? Because no, there should be false self-esteem because you know you should be happy with who you are, whether you're right. tall, skinny, fat, short, whatever. So if you have the self-esteem boost hang it out with your peers of similar body shape. Yeah. And then you go back to school and it's all over again. You're getting picked on. So that's not right. So it's probably why they keep going. Is back. it worth it? Is my question. I, I think it's worth it personally, yeah. because I think you have a great summer that lives with, that's with you for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like I've never gone to a right. summer camp. You but always I, have the summer at Camp Hope. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I, I've never, you ever watched that show Bug Juice on Disney? Remember back in the day, oh, yeah. long time ago? Yeah. That's yeah. like the same type of thing. I mean, it wasn't fat yeah. camp, but it was, you know, 
it was camp, summer camp. Camp Ottawa, we hold you at our heart. Yeah, that kind of thing. shorts. Yeah, great. Like, sure. I've never been to summer camp, but I kind of wish I did. Yeah, me too. They have that camp for adults. Do you ever yeah. see that? Oh, it looks great. It's it's like all over the East yeah. Coast here. I've never been, but I, I know somebody who went. They said it was awesome. Yeah, looks it was great. great. But um, yeah, I think it's worth it. I, I think it's yeah. worth it just for the so, the time for your kid to have a good time. And maybe that's it. Maybe the parents, they see their kids come back and they're about five pounds heavier, but they're like, they're just so happy. Yeah. Maybe they can't take that from them. You exactly. Know? At yeah. least they're trying. But again, that's like a couple grand. It's a lot of money. Spending a couple grand <laughs> for the kid to have a good time. You have a good time at home. Rolling in all that grand yeah. is Jerry Stiller or not. <laughs> so the, the camp yeah. goes out. Like, so I don't understand the timing of this. And this is kind of another perfect segue here. They're paying all this money. Where the hell is this money going? Because the first, it, it seemed like the first day of camp. Was it the first day uh, yeah. of camp? Yeah. Jerry Stiller shows up. And he's basically like, sorry, guys, uh, we sold the camp. Um, see you later. Yeah, see you later. Bye. And then he makes some comment under his breath, never let anyone sign your checks for Never let another man sign your checks. What does that mean? What What did he do? He had some shady business partners, from what I imagine. Like, were they getting bad investments? What, what was going on with oh, that? Oh, yeah. Total bad investments. Maybe maybe Terry Silver was involved. I, I do not know. <laughs> you know lake, how Terry Silver loves getting back at kids for that, insignificant slights. That lake looked a little murky yeah, there. A so, lot of toxic waste yeah. there. No, and this opens the door for Ben Stiller's do, Tony Perkins. I do uh, odor. I just, I'm, odor. I'm just going to lead off with this question. And I should have let off in the beginning of the show. We're like 20 minutes deep here. Let me, yeah. let me just ask you this. Was Tony Perkis evil or was he just like tragically misunderstood? You see, I teased this, and I just had this thought as we were putting the episode together, that this dude that wrote this movie also directed it. Now, he wrote it with Judd Apatow. Yeah. Um, what is his name? Bill something or other? Bill, S- Stephen Brill. Stephen Brill. <laughs> Bill, Bill, Bill Brill, whatever. <laughs> he wrote the Mighty Duck movies. Now, what's the one flaw with the Mighty Duck movies is that the kids, they disobey authority. They're annoying. They're total whiners. And they are actually wrong, but you think they're right as kids. But yep. as you watch these movies as adults, the kids are actually wrong. They are. So in this case, it's more of the same. It is. I believe these kids are just entitled. They're <laughs> overweight. They have no interest in bettering themselves and their their uh, their health. I mean, it's not even a it's not even about the the the, the physical look. Yeah. It's not about the aesthetic. It's about don't have a heart attack. It's about don't have a heart attack 15. by the time you're 15. Jerry, Garner, Gary. age 11, 141 pounds. <laughs> All right. I believe Tony Perkins is a little misunderstood. I, I believe you feel the same way. Maybe str- more strongly listen, so than me. Listen, there's a, slight, there's a slight monetary angle where he kind of has an idea for an infomercial. Yeah. I... Know that he wants to make money, but don't we all? Yeah, everybody's got to make a buck. Don't we all want to be millionaires? That's why he bought the camp. Is he want to want to turn a profit? Do, don't we all want to make money off of what we love doing? Sure. And you know, you could really make a case that he loves helping kids. Yeah. And he loves helping people get into shape. And he definitely is a is a tragic figure. He seemed like he had a very rough upbringing. <laughs> it's a little far. His, his father was the light fixture king of Western oh, Pennsylvania. Man. Is that what, something like that? Donated every single light in, <laughs> in the this, camp. In this camp. But let me let me say this, right? He shows up with a pretty positive attitude in the beginning. Let's let's not kid ourselves. Seems like here. a great guy to be. He shows up, he tries to give a speech, and they just start making fun of him right yeah. away. Right? I mean, and kids will be kids. Yeah. But this guy's got some low self-esteem himself. If they just listened to him, I feel like this movie would have went a different Right. Different route. Right. Am I right? Uh, you're totally right. Because I really believe that if they had done anything that he said, it wouldn't have got to the extreme. Maybe he'd have eased him in. Or maybe, yeah. maybe not. But maybe they could have had a good time and lost some weight. Maybe yeah. it wouldn't have been as good of a time as jumping on the blob. Right. Maybe. But you know what? Going to the gym is not fun for most people. Sure. sure. Working out kind of sucks. But if you're with your buddies all day, that's what it can that's what I'm saying. Enjoyable. That's what I'm saying. You know, I mean, nobody said it was going to be fun. Yeah. What did Jerry's dad say? I didn't send you to go kart camp. Go kart camp. See, I I feel like this is a situation where both parties were just wrong. Yes. The entire movie. 
where the kids had a horrible attitude about change. It sucks that, you know, their fun time is over. And yeah, Tony shouldn't have destroyed the go-karts and popped the blob. Yeah, that's kind of messed up. How about we how about we ease it into it? You're right, uh, you say there. But at the same time, the kids just from minute one were against this guy and against the the prospect of possibly bettering themselves. I mean, it's like you have a class full of class clowns, or you got a class, and maybe there's like one or two clowns. Yeah. I felt like the majority of kids at this place were jerks. Yeah. Right? And just like the well, Mighty Ducks. Well, the three ringleaders were Jerry, new kid, uh, who's total cocky wise ass, uh, Keenan, who knows everything, thinks he knows it all, and then there's like the, the godfather of fat kids, Goldberg. I don't even know his real name. I, I don't, it doesn't yeah. matter. Josh, I believe. Josh, it is. whatever. And uh, he's like, he doesn't want to hear anything anybody has to say. And then the rest of the kids are just like blind followers. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah. they're the minions. The yeah, lackeys. They, have, they have no other like heavy personalities of their own, you know, aside from what these kids tell them to do. But let, let's let's go over it, right? Because Perkis comes out. He gives him the speech. He's trying to make this infomercial, whatever. Put the infomercial aside for a second. Yeah. Just listen to what he's saying. Yeah. He used to be overweight. He he said he was like 300 pounds at right. age, what, 11 or 15 or something? Whatever yeah. it was, yeah, right? Yeah, whatever it was. He was overweight. Clearly something worked because he's pretty jacked and ripped in this movie. Oh, like, yeah, he is. He was, Did he get jacked for this movie or was he like always jacked at I that time? I never really knew, I guess. Yeah. But he was ripped. Like he he was absolutely jacked in this yeah. movie. And like not bodybuilder jacked, but just fit. He's just fit. Yeah. He, he was fit, totally. right? He totally... Clearly, the Perkins system's working. Yeah. And, you know, if you saw that, wouldn't that inspire you? Yeah. I mean, he, he wasn't, and let's be real, he wasn't a jerk at first. Even in the no. thing, they made fun of him. Even though, like, you know, he meant to, like, make sure the cameras were rolling when he had that shitty grin on his face yeah. the whole time. But, again, like you said, you know, trying to make a buck, you know. Listen, it's a job. Everybody's yeah. got to have one. But he had a positive attitude. He was not mean until the kids were mean back at him first. And I felt like it definitely Aside from the spiraled. popping of the blob. Aside yeah, the but he didn't pop the blob until later. No, I think, did he mean. do it right away? I don't think so. Well, he did. I don't know. I gotta go back and watch yeah, it now. I think he did. He he didn't, I don't know. I don't think it was on purpose. I think it was, we gotta motivate these kids. Well, I, His he, motivation tactics were wrong. He came in with the whole, this is not the camp you thought it was. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix this place. I'm going to fix this place. I'm going to fix you in so many words. Well, listen, you know, sometimes you want to change things. You got to get your hands a little dirty. And, you know, clearly this was a camp for losing weight and it wasn't working in any way. He he could have had a softer touch, but the bottom line is he didn't care about those kids and the kids didn't care about his methods. And it was just just a clash of styles, man. A clash of styles. He's about results, man. He's about results. And he rolls up in here thinking this place wasn't getting it done before. I'm going to get it done. I don't think either of them were worse. Now, maybe we have to go to the tail of the tape and see, you know, both the, crimes as we get to later on. We'll, we'll talk about both parties' crimes and see who actually was worse and who was right and who was wrong. Let's talk about the Perkis system because there's at least 18 levels of it. That's that's what we find out as <laughs> he's getting... A, what's a, level 18? <laughs> he's getting... Level 18 is when he's laying on a, on a bed of nails <laughs> and he has Lars smash an ice block over his chest. With a sledgehammer? Again, Van Damme levels of ripped this guy he was. Is, he really right? was. He really was. Yeah. He had the tightest clothing of any Ben Stiller movie I've ever seen. He was wearing spandex 99% of the movie. My favorite outfit of his was after the dance when he came oh, yeah. in with like with the with the button down. And the high-waisted up. jeans. Yeah, high-waisted jeans and the button down with the sleeves rolled up to his biceps. Yeah. <laughs> he looks so jacked. He had the, the tie was about as wide as yeah. a bib that you go when you go to like a lobster house. Yeah. That's how about as wide as that thing was. And he showed up and he had the AC Slater jeans yeah. with like the double belt on and it. Like what, how would you describe his haircut? Because it's not quite mullet. It's kind of like a blowout, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> it's kind of like a like a Jersey Shore blowout without the gel. Was it a wig? No, I think, think it was, that was his hair. hair. That was definitely real well, hair. If that's his hair, it's so awesome. It, it was. You it's gotta al- get the look. It's almost amazing. like Ric Flair's hair. In a way. It, it was actually. It was like old school Ric Flair's in a, in a, in a, in a, in a slight way. What do you think of the Perkis system? Because he's so there's 18 levels, but like, what is this thing about? Is it about eating? Because he talks about we're going to lower the calories, we're going to increase the activity. Yes. I mean, it seems like you know, fancy name for just exercise and diet. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really what Eddie. What Eddie any diet or weight loss program is it's all it's that's the bottom line it's not like the south beach diet yeah, or anything right. like every 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 diet is about decreasing calorie intake and upping your activity right do you think it's effective 
This, no, this system. I don't think it ever got off the ground because <laughs> step one was that slide thing where they were doing it on the hill. <laughs> right? Sideways. You know, the step, well, what do they call it? The slider, the stepper. So this movie was full of so many 90s things. It, yeah. it had like, I mean, it's 95, right? So I'm pretty sure I knew somebody that had that at their house. Yeah. That thing, that's hard. It's a pretty common like household gym item. You back put in the, the, back in the, 90s. the slippery socks on yeah. the, over your shoes and you go side to side. And you just slide back and forth, but... And they put it on the hill for the four kids. Like, and that was like step one. And they were like, at that point, they were trying it. And those kids were like, this, F this shit. We're done. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not out. Doing this. We're out. I mean, he probably, again, probably hit a little too hard. He should have come in with maybe less aggressive goals. Like, they yeah. are automatically up but, to everybody to like but 10% body weight. Loss. In Tony's defense, they were failing, but he was still speaking positively he was. to them. And he was trying he was still to get trying them. to motivate them. He was. He was. Yeah. And maybe it's for the cameras. Yeah. Maybe it's for the cameras. Hey, he would nothing would make him happier if the kids actually did lose the weight. That's and what I'm saying. It was saying. a success. And it's win-win. Because if if he was successful and they listened, so let's say they, they didn't do this on the hill and they did it yeah. on a flat surface where they could actually do this yeah. thing. And they started hiking with Uncle Tony. Yeah. I feel like he would have reacted very differently. They See, came at him hard, yeah, man. He didn't cancel lunch until the hustle was lacking. Yeah, so that's exactly you know, right. That's the, the chicken or the egg thing is definitely the hustle was lacking. Therefore, lunch was taken Listen, away. I've skipped lunch multiple times yeah. in my life, and I, I'm still alive. You're fine, here. I'm here. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm alive. Fine. And, and yeah. I didn't have to lose 17 pounds like yeah. some of them that they, their goal weight was. Right? <laughs> I mean, skipping meals is never the answer. But let's be serious. Was that a federal crime? Let's let's be real. Well, I mean, when kids are involved, you never know. It's it's true. Maybe it is a crime to deny yeah. a child lunch yeah. at a place where you're the responsible. <laughs> <laughs> so, how much do you think he's planning to sell these tapes? Have you ever seen like late night infomercials? Like, oh remember, yeah, um, who's the guy with the ponytail? <laughs> Tony, Tony Little. Little? Yeah. Technique. You can you can do it. Let me let me tell you. My mom had one of those tapes. Right. Yeah. My dad had the ab thing. Yeah. And I used to like do it. It like was back good. when I was like in like seventh grade. I used to do it, and it worked. It does it freaking worked. I like Tony Little. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, he, he's pretty legit, and he would always motivate. And then man. he came out with a perfect pillow. Yeah, that is <laughs> the same guy. He has. Do you think his ponytail was real or was it attached to the hat? Oh, it's attached to the hat. The dude's bald as all hell. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh yeah, the Hogan. It's yeah. like the Hogan. Absolutely. <laughs> you ever take the bandana off and it's literally just <laughs> yeah. a string of hair yeah, in the, the back? String of hair, like, like Terry my Bradshaw. hair, my hair. In Ten years. Yeah. He's got curtain hair yeah. in the back. It's a curtain. I also have Hulk Hogan hair. <laughs> no, you don't. You're painting the worst picture. People. No, he Ladies. definitely does not. <laughs> How much do you think he's gonna sell these tapes for? What what was the what was the Tony Little ones going for? Oh was no like CODs, first of all. No CODs. <laughs> Checker uh, money order. Checker money. <laughs> 1995. Oh, nineteen ninety-five is the classic. For VHS, nineteen ninety-five. For the for the first series. Yeah, that's true. For the first series. You gotta call. And there's five tapes. How many tapes is the Perkins system? If five, he's got five levels. There's five tapes. Two levels per tape. But I don't think, you know, he's filming this this transformation. But what is he actually selling? Like, is he going to sell a program or is he just selling the footage of what they did? Yeah. I feel like he has a whole like BS regiment of like, what to do. this, do this. Yeah. So he's going to, he's just going to edit these tapes to show these kids gradually losing weight. I'll tell you what, man, it's kind of a, it's kind of a great business opportunity because you got the tapes, but then if you really want to up the dough, you really want some results? You send your kid to the camp then too. Yes. Where they filmed it. Right. That's that's a good that's a good business right there. That's what well, that is. That's the thing. I, do you think he was in this for the long haul as far as the camp goes? I or think was so. this a one year thing? No. If the I camp think, was a success and the and the infomercial took off, the the Perkis camp, you might have been able to open up a couple of them. Yeah. Right. Have a franchise like yeah, Globo Gym. Yeah, franchise them, yeah. But if I'm being honest completely, I don't even know if he cares about this. I think he just wants to prove his dad proud. Like his dad is the light. So he has daddy king. issues. Yeah, that's that's know, the man. inherent issue of this entire thing. It's well, the whole thing. So Tony's dad, also played by the <laughs> Ben Stiller, super talented Ben Stiller, in another Oscar-worthy performance. Quite frankly, call me Baba. He barely even knows he has a son, so I guess that could really play on, you know, Tony's psyche of never never doing enough. He said in the enough, beginning, like enough. he was stuck with babysitters and all yeah. that. He kind of hinted at it, yeah. right? 
It's um before Sam and Stan Sweet. This was <laughs> dual dual performance <laughs> where he did a double nomination oh, for uh, best supporting character. That still doesn't get enough credit. What does it take to become a camp counselor? To to be a participant in the in the Perkis system? Did they have to go through Perkis system coach training? So you'd be like Lars. Yeah, like what did Lars have to do? And for, was was Lars actually in on this, or was he just there to knock it to first of all? They said that Lars is maybe the best character of the movie outside of Tony. Definitely, he was so good. I have uh, candy. <laughs> I feel skinny already. <laughs> He's awesome. He's uh, so good. But yeah, I do believe that Lars is. It's just a paycheck. He isn't fully committed to the Perkis system. He's a fit guy. It's a job. And I feel like he partially feels bad for the kids, but he's just, he knows that he knows where his bread is buttered, baby. Yeah. You know, he's getting the paycheck. You gotta, yeah. you gotta fall in line. Right. And I thought it was odd that they didn't really feature another counselor. They showed a couple, they but showed they a didn't few. show they them. They were just background, just basically these extras. Yeah. And maybe that had to do with the budget. Cause I imagine the budget for this movie was not very high. It was so, literally unknown. So maybe they just couldn't afford another actor to play a major role in this movie. That's true. And yeah. and I guess they had enough trouble juggling Paul Feig, Pat, the nurse, yeah. and Lars, and yeah. Tony Perkis. There's I mean, a lot of people. Yeah, Tony Perkis is a pretty... He he uh, chewed up a lot of screen time, so I guess he didn't have enough room for another character, I suppose. Do you think there was some type of test for, for Lars to become... A Tony Perkis like Perkis system did, like, counselor. Did, did he have to get all the bed of nails? Yeah, like what are the what are the <laughs> did he have to pass the thirteenth level of the Perkis system? Yeah, he probably had to you have to you have to pass at least half the levels. Like know? how do you do this? And did he have a physical was it a physical fitness test? Did he have to run miles with Tony? I mean, Tony seems like you know, the fact that he was riding his bike and he got off his bike and started immediately doing <laughs> bicep curls, which reminds me of, of some of the YouTube videos that you see, yeah. like people making fun of that. Yeah. And then he puts the bike on his shoulder and starts running with it. It's like he's like a true Iron Man. Like, I don't think anyone's fitter. Yeah, you have to be committed to at least a partial level of his level of fitness. Now, he's he's a, obviously a nut, but you got to pass the eye test, first of all. And yeah. second of all, you probably have to do a hike with him, a, a, a 20-mile hike. A 20-mile cleansing hike. <laughs> that may, may be extended indefinitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we kind of debated whether he was bad or not. I want to talk a little bit about the crimes because... We, we have circumstantial evidence and it's all kind of hearsay of what we think, but let's, let's actually tally what he did and let's talk about what the camp did, the, ki- the kids and the counselors, because I think our arguments will become pretty clear when we go and right. tally this down. Well, we, I'll tell you what, down. I'll tell you what, how about you run them down and like, I'll be the judge. Yeah. Okay. I, I will judge who is at fault here. If, if someone's going to jail, somebody's got to go to jail, Drew. Yeah. Is it going to be Perkis or is it going to be late a verdict here? Yeah, or is it going to be all of these kids? All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go over Uncle Tony's crimes first, right. and if there's any that you want to call out, we can do it. Then I'll read kind of through them, and then let's talk yeah. about a couple of them. So, I kind of consider these misguided motivation personally, but I'll let you that's, be. The that's judge. a that's a pretty way to dress it up. There. I'll let you be the judge. Motivation. I'll let you be the judge. So, so the first one that that he really did. I mean, he made them play a softball game against the rival camp. Oh man, that's. Motivation, but it's. I feel like it was just mis. It was misguided. Yeah, it was the wrong thing to do because, yeah, his intent was to embarrass these kids. I fully right. believe that. Right when he set up that game, but what if they were ringers? Softball can be won by a group of overweight people. Yeah, that's not <laughs> I mean, a sport for fit people. Right. I mean, it's a it's a game of skill. Yeah, it's a game of skill. Right, like bowling. Right, like you don't have to <laughs> yeah. run fast yeah. to or or whatever, right? To be like so crazy fit to play yeah. softball. If you want to do a bear some, you can hit. You can just run. They could have. They could have done like a I don't know a base like a like a basketball game or yeah. field hockey or street hockey or something like yeah. that. Something actually physical. Even football, softball. Your 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 fat gut sometimes <laughs> helps you because. All you have to do, it's not even about bat speed, Drew. It's just about shifting your weight. That softball will fly yeah. if you shift your weight correctly when swinging that ball. Yeah, swinging I mean, bat. and you can catch, you catch. Yeah, right. I mean, you're either a coordinator or you're not. A fat guy can catch a fly ball. <laughs> I mean. These kids aren't coordinated. Yeah, we know that. Exactly. But he's not going to teach them coordination in six weeks, right, let that, alone one day. Baseball was not part of the, the Perkis system. Right. You know what I mean? So losing a game of baseball is nothing to be embarrassed about if you just don't know the sport. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's all I'm saying. You could be the fittest person and yeah. be terrible at hitting right. the ball. Yeah. Like, you could be terrible at it. Sure. Right? All right. So that, that's one. He destroyed the go-karts and poked a hole in the blob. That's a dick move. 
it's yeah i mean you know if you don't have go-karts you, you're gonna have to walk or you're gonna have to run See, you can't just sit and drive a smarter a smarter camp counselor who wanted to motivate their ki- their kids would leave that as like a carrot at the end of the stick that's true hey buddy listen you lose five pounds you get a lap go on the go-karts you get a lap of go-karts hey you lose weight this week you lose one pound you get to fly on the, go blob. the blob see yeah. This comes back to it, man. I think he just, he was misguided. He thought that that it would motivate It was his them. first year. He didn't know. There's some bumps in the road. He didn't road. know. He's figuring it Doug out. Doug Peterson didn't win the Super Bowl his first year, Drew. <laughs> He's figuring it Eagles. out. He figured it out the second year. He didn't, he didn't go for it in certain no. situations. <laughs> now he knows he's got to go for it. Yeah. He scheduled a dance with the girls camp, and then he canceled when they had fun. <laughs> that was a classic. Like movie. the second they were having fun, he turned the lights turned on. Turned the lights on. And he hid the fruit plates yeah. because the insects were out. Yeah. Misguided? It was kind of it's kind of mean. <laughs> but so how was there a way to know the girls were shutting the guys based on their their overweightness versus just maybe they just thought they were ugly? Maybe they thought that <laughs> they were lame. They didn't want to, maybe they didn't want to dance. Because they were dressed labely. Yeah, if that's a word. It, it, it was pretty bad. <laughs> it might not have been the fat thing. So again, it's kind of where the, you're just confusing the kids. That's you're true. not. See, I, 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 this, this is an misguided. Ex, this is this is an X for Tony in my book. Mis, misguided for yeah, me. I can't excuse this one. I he made them go on a twenty mile hike, <laughs> cleansing hike. This is dangerous. And uh, no, this yeah, is I mean, dangerous. Bad. This is hazardous to their health. And then when they kind of did well, he was really proud. He was. So he extended it. Yeah, but he was happy. Again, that that's misguided. He was but he was happy. He was actually very supportive when like he was super pumped that they and there were no cameras on this hike. By that's the way. true. There were no infomercial cameras, so he was genuinely excited when they did well on this hike. Yes, the beginning he was a little like let this kid behind. He's a straggler. We got to cut him loose. <laughs> what did he say? He says, stragglers have to find their own. They way. have to find their own way. Defend for themselves. <laughs> I mean, for themselves. It's, it, look, he's teaching life lessons <laughs> yeah. here. He's teaching life lessons. But he got to the top, and the, he was so happy for him. Yeah, you know he. And then when they asked him to like do a maneuver, yeah. like oh, you know, I bet you can't do a sit up, and they were literally going to teabag him, yeah, or whatever it was. He was happy to show him. Yeah, he was like, oh, he watch, seemed excited. I'll show you, this is what you could do one day. And he just needs friends, man. Yeah, he just this, needs that friends. one's on the, this, that one's the, see that one's on both because yeah. you should never have made them do a twenty mile hike because it's very dangerous. It is, but on the other hand, don't don't it definitely it definitely extend it. I like how when he, they left for the hike, he said, "We're gonna go on a twenty mile hike and we're not gonna come back until all of your goals have been met." Like they were gonna <laughs> lose seventeen pounds on the hike. <laughs> Like it was so pack light. That was like that was the hike. It was going to help them, and they're going to come back, and they're going to be they meet the goals. I'm going to be honest, Drew. If you take me on a 20 mile I'll hike, pass I'll out probably too. die. Me too. Yeah. I mean, I like hiking, but yeah. it was challenging. I'll be honest. Yeah. He canceled lunch one time due to lack of hustle. <laughs> well, if you go to the footage, yeah. At the uh, when they when they find the hidden footage and they edit it together, he canceled more than one lunch. Listen. I saw at the end when he said they, they did some doctoring to the tape. Yeah. They had some classic editing techniques. You think I don't it's know. funny? How about this? No dinner, no lunch, no breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> but did he really say that? What if they cut it all together? Yeah, he could have. I don't know. Could have been shady, uh, shady editing. Yep. He, he yelled at them. So that's kind of bad. It was emotional abuse. Emotional abuse. But, you know, some, again, some, that, that works for some misguided. people. Misguided. Negative reinforcement works on some people. Misguided, maybe. Yeah. Not the best motivation, but yeah. again, it's his first year. He's learning. He's, yeah. he's slowly learning. Now he'll know what not to do. He kept their letters, but was it a federal offense? I'm not sure if that's a crime or not. They weren't mailed yet. No. If if he took them from the mailbox after they had been submitted, right. then maybe that's maybe it's a crime. I don't think you are required to allow outgoing mail to to uh, to minors, right? I don't, yeah, I don't required. know. They let him make phone calls. Yeah, I mean, and the, they they made phone calls. So there's contact the outside world. It's not like they're being held prisoner and there's no outside communication. Yeah. Right? They definitely had some type of communication. And then the last crime is he made them eat healthy and exercise. I can't I can't allow that. You can't you can't allow it. I can't allow that. I mean, he's trying. I feel like he's trying. They missed an opportunity in this movie, and maybe it's like a deleted scene that they just never showed. They never did they ever they never really showed a like a like a sample dinner. 
No, they didn't. They, uh, didn't. they did. They did. They did showed they? it. It was slop. What was it? Was it slop? It, it looked like, you know, beans. But, it was like, looked like simple proteins, you know, or like, yeah, complex. Like slop isn't good for you, though. Like, like I imagine, like, they should have, like, shown, like, people with plates and there's, like, one, like one, one, one little head, leaf of yeah. lettuce or they something. They could have just put, like, a whole thing of broccoli on there, put a piece of chicken breast. Yeah. That's healthy, right? Like, there. Yeah, I think it was an opportunity, a missed opportunity at jokes where it's, like, every dinner. Like they show a quick cut of dinner and it's like it's a grape. It's like one grape or one <laughs> carrot. <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah. So a that, radish. That's that's basically his his crimes, right? So let, let me go over there. I'll go over the kids quick. So I was gonna go over these. You tell me what you think. We'll compare them. Insubordination. Clear oh, insubordination. I hate insubordination. Lack of hustle. I hate lack of hustle. Cheating. They ate candy and junk food after they had a personal mission not to. Burglary, breaking and entering. They, they vandalized his property. They burgled his property. <laughs> they teabagged him. Goldberg did, or whatever. <laughs> sexual assault. Literally farted in his face. A kidnapping. They kidnapped him and tied him up. And electrocuted him. Uh, yeah, a literal electrocution too. Yeah. And then they assaulted him. <laughs> I think you know. Come on now. Yeah. Okay. Let, let's be honest. Let's. let's I, I gotta be ourselves. honest. See, you're, I'm gonna go with number one here. Insubordination. Yeah. Like that was from the get go. Yeah, that was from his opening speech. They were insubordinate, so they had no interest in everything in else that followed. Was a direct result of their insubordination. Do you think that Josh was the ringleader on and this? their lack of hustle? Yeah, because they didn't try once. Yeah, maybe the baseball game. You could say they tried. That 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 probably backfired. Yeah, they tried back a on bit. it. <laughs> Looking yeah. back on it, but you gotta backfired. have a little pride, right? If you got a team telling you that you suck, like you gotta try. I mean, camp MVP sucks. Yeah, they're they're. They're right. D-bags that's a anyway. Whole, that's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. But I don't, I'm not sure that Perkis was so bad in the beginning, man. Maybe he went a little villainous route, yeah. but I can't blame him. Can you? See, I'm going to have to rule a favor of Perkis. Me too. <laughs> yeah. The kids did so much worse. Like they, they committed actual crimes and the adult counselors that were from the original camp, they were, they were implicit in these crimes. That's the thing, man. We need to talk a little bit about the actual assault and the kidnapping. Yeah. Because Paul Feig said he had this lawyer friend and he was going to call him up and he said, I'm going to, you're going to figure this out. Like the, the nurse was clearly upset because they were skipping meals and all of this stuff. And she was worried about the well-being. Mental of the abuse, children. the verbal abuse. And she, she's yeah. a nurse, so she's got to worry about their health, emotional yeah. and physical. So she's clearly, clearly tweaked by this. So Paul Feig says, I got this lawyer. I'm going to call him up. The, the the jury comes back and basically says that they got no no hard evidence. And then they find the camera guy and they figure that they're going to doctor together this tape, which leads Perkis to getting because Tony figured per- out. Because Tony Perkis owes the camera guy 600 bucks. Yeah, which <laughs> I, I feel like that's should be getting paid more than that, don't you think? Well, it might have been just for like two weeks of... of, of Even still. That's like, yeah. Get, I mean, he's going to do the editing. It's true. It's it's that's a that's a weak fee right there. Yeah, this guy this guy's an amateur. He's he knows he knows worth. But I guess he's broke, so he doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. But I, I I really got a rule in favor of him. But clearly they didn't have enough evidence, so they doctored this tape together yeah. to to really prove that he was he was this villain. Right, because Parents Day was coming. Right, which the balls <laughs> on these people, the balls, the absolute stones on these the cojones to capture this man, tie him up electrocute him while there's other adults on the property. These adults, they, you know, they were like, oh, we're going to go get this guy. We're going to send the tape in. And the, the kids kidnapped him anyway. So then they're like, oh, I guess we got to go with it. I don't know, man. I think their plan was just it's way too far-fetched. And First of all. It's a crime. Yeah. Literally. What is it? Was the counselor's name is Pat? Pat. Pat. He's got to go to jail. He was, <laughs> he was implicit in this kidnapping. He definitely Could have stopped it encouraged it yeah for what because he didn't like the way tony perkins was running a camp now the kids kidnap him it's almost cute he tried if to it let wasn't him out. illegal <laughs> he tried to let him out and then tony yeah. told him like i'm gonna make sure you basically never work here again yeah. and then the guy was like whatever screw you i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure i'm gonna i'm gonna keep this going just seemed like a lame excuse yeah. and a literal crime yeah jail city I gotta, I gotta side with Tony Perkins on this. Honestly, like he made a lot of mistakes, and he's got a lot to learn. Year two of the Perkins camp would have been so much better. I think he would have done better. I think the chance. kids would have done better. Just give him a chance. Yeah, he just needed a better. He needed an eye opener. And now maybe if they kidnapped him, right? 
yeah. and they let him out and he learned something, yeah. this could have been a feel-good movie. They could have redeemed the the moral standing of everyone he in this movie. He just needed some love, man. But as it turns out, nobody was redeemed at the end of this movie, Drew. No. And it's a Disney movie. I don't know, man. Could he press charges? Do you think he could? Or do you think they would they would cancel each other out because of the things that he did? <laughs> I think they cancel each other. I think they all need to get it's together like and say, "Listen, penalties. We, we, you've done some things. I've done some things." Yeah. <laughs> this this reminds me of like Blind Check, where like Preston learned a lesson, but he also still stole a million dollars. It's true, and, and it wasn't that guy's. It wasn't it wasn't the bad guy's million dollars either. So it's like no one wins. Like everyone's bad, and it's. I feel like we we have this ugly precedence with '90s Disney movies, Drew. Yeah, I I feel like you know I I just ask you this now because I would I was going to ask it at the end, but can they make a movie like this anymore? I don't think they can, and they I, won't. Well, I don't think you can make a movie about weight loss camp just because it's a sensitive topic. Sensitive topic, you know. Everybody's got to be all inclusive, and I agree, you know. But. I guess you could say it was a simpler time. It was a simpler time. Back in my day. Back in my day. Back in my day. Doesn't make it right, but it's the way we were. I I mean, we got a couple loose threads here. Let's just wrap them up because we're at the end here. But, you know, he gets figured out on Parents' Day. Jeffrey Tambor punches him in the face. You could probably sue him for that, too. Another assault. All he did was walk at him on glass. On glass. (laughs) Which I was just going to say. You know, did that prove that he was crazy or what? Like, he completely lost it. But would oh, yeah. you feel that crazy after someone locked you up for a couple of days and so, gave you nothing to eat? So I guess the proof that Perkis is crazy only proves that he shouldn't be supervising these children. Yes. But that's not necessarily a crime. <laughs> it's just a fact that you find out. Yeah. And you remove him from the situation. You know the movies where they take, like, Mrs. Doubtfire and cut it into a horror movie? Yeah. I feel like this movie took a good personal trainer and cut yeah. it into a horror movie where he didn't yeah. actually mean to be so yeah. mean. I mean, he was clearly unstable. But <laughs> he was pretty bad. He if was the kids bad. would have just done what he asked, like, it would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> or do you... Th- okay, let me, let, me, let me pose this to you, and I'll answer this truthfully, Drew. All right. Say the kids really did give it their all, yeah. right? They really tried, and they just couldn't do it. They weren't even cheating, right? No cheating. They just weren't losing the weight, Drew. It's just they've got a lot of they got a lot of a lot of mass, and it's going to take time. Yeah, not in the summer are they going to be able to hit their goals. Do you think Tony flips out on them? And do you I think, think he makes their lives a living hell, even though they're trying hard? I think he'd be mad because the tape's not going to sell. But yeah. I don't think he was somebody that would criticize effort. He criticizes a lack of effort. Yeah, and he even says that, like when they went on the hike, he was he was proud of them. Right, it's true. So clearly they did the hike yeah. and that was fine. So if they went from day one to day, I don't know, 60. Yeah. Because we got three months of summer. And then lose like two pounds. And they lost like two pounds. And the goal was 17. I think he'd Is be, he flipping out? Is he furious? Is he berating them? I don't think so. Yeah. I think he'd be mad, but yeah. I don't think he'd be mad at himself. Like I failed them because my system didn't yeah. work. <laughs> Not they didn't try because they did everything he yeah. said. If they did it, you know, maybe or he think would he, I think I feel like he would just call them losers and say this is not my fault. It's their fault. Ah, uh, he might. I mean, he kind of. <laughs> this is not your fault. This is. Your but fault. they weren't trying, which made him flip. I don't know. That's what I mean. Since they tried, I think I think he would be a little bit you, more lenient. You think he would be? Right. I do. I do. I don't think so. There's a couple other things in, but here. we don't know that because they never tried. They didn't try, so there's no yeah. way to know, yeah. right? There's a couple other things in the movie. Um, the Apache relay. I don't. We don't need to talk about it, but I don't think that they would have won that. The only way they would have possibly won that is if there's a time limit on some of the events, like the part where the kid had to climb the wall. That shit wasn't happening. He couldn't him. take two feet off the yeah. ground, so there had to be like a maximum time limit, or you just get to pass it. And the same thing with the MVP kid and the uh, five vice presidents. Academic decathlon. Never would have figured that out, Drew. Not besides. The last two vice presidents. Name me five vice presidents. I can't do it. Can't right do now. it, can you? I mean, I, I probably could if I think about it for I don't a minute. think, yeah, I can't. I'll I'm tell gonna, you right now, I can't. I'll, I'll do some editing here and name them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dan Quayle. <laughs> no, I, I I probably could do it. I just have to think about it. Al Gore. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> oh, man. They let Jerry drive the go-kart, and he had only driven a go-kart before when Pat pushed him. I don't think he'd win that race. By the way, 
That, that is out. that is a totally illegal go kart. Yeah. Add that to the list of crimes, yeah. Drew. That's not street legal. You had a fan on there. It's like <laughs> adding Nos to your, yeah. to your car in Fast and the Furious. Totally. I don't think that kid would have won that race. He doesn't know how to drive that car. Yeah. And that other kid ran him off the road. I think he'd have just flipped over and be done. Yeah. He'd be smoking on the side yeah. of the road there. One thing I didn't get at the end of the movie is when they won the trophy for the MVP race and they threw it in the lake. Like They I didn't, didn't care. I didn't get that. Like I know they didn't care. They just wanted to shove it in their faces that they won, but I don't know, like throw it in the lake. Why don't why they keep it? Like it wouldn't be prideful to I keep it. Like screw you. We beat you. Pat's whole, I agree with you, but Pat's whole thing was they didn't care about the trophy. They just wanted to prove to themselves that they could do it. Yeah. What I didn't get was Camp ABP saying, we're going to file a grievance <laughs> against what? Was yeah. it because of the illegal go-kart or what? I had to have been. Because they didn't say. Yeah. He was just, we're, we're going to file a formal complaint. Yeah, that go-kart's not, not, not legal. He never said what it was, <laughs> but my guess was it yeah. had to be that, right? I mean, I it had so. to be. Yeah, they had to have cheated. Another camp movie that we didn't really talk about was Camp Nowhere. Have you ever seen that movie? I have, but I just don't recall much about it. It's got Doc Brown in it. He's yeah. like a similar situation to Pat where he's actually the guy that they just pay to be their counselor, but he doesn't do anything. Yeah. Cl- completely... You could argue his crimes are worse than Tony Perkis's because he didn't even try to do anything. But that movie always like had a weird place where it, you know the two kind of come out at the same time. You got Volcano and Dante's Peak. You got Camp Nowhere and you got Heavyweights. You got Deep Impact and you have Armageddon. Armageddon. You know, I, I think the two camp movies that came yeah. out. I like that movie a lot. It's never on, but it was on HBO Go recently, and it's that one holds up. Pretty Did it hold good. up? It yeah. does. Yeah. It's this is a better movie. Yeah, but. That one's surprisingly better than I imagined that it would be. How does this one hold up for you? Yeah, I probably hadn't seen this movie since at least 10 years. At least 10 years, right? Until we saw it this past time. I thought it was great. I was entertained from start to finish. And it was legit funny. It wasn't it wasn't cheap laughs kids movie funny. Like there were some there was some of that. I mean, there were some fart jokes in there or whatever. But I thought there was a lot of smart humor in here, and I, I, it really did hold my attention. The Tony Perkis character is, I know it's Ben Stiller and he's famous, but I feel like whether he was in it or not, like that character will always be such an iconic character, whether it was Ben Stiller or whoever, right? Yeah. And the way that he played him, and I know he kind of morphed into White Goodman in the future with Dodgeball. Right. But, you know, for the people that I was saying before that hadn't seen this, like you have to watch this movie. He, it's a, it's a iconic, it's an iconic performance. Yeah. By Ben Stiller. And it's definitely a bonus to people who had seen this movie and then Dodgeball came out. Because as soon as you saw White Goodman on the screen, you're like, that's Tony Perkins. It's, it's absolutely it's like, him. And it's, you're not mad. It's not a ripoff or anything like that. It's like a it's a morphing of the character, but it's like a good little Easter egg to where, like, I know where the origins of this character came from. And it's it's definitely the same, it's the same type of guy. And by and large, he hadn't done much before this. He was in the sketch show, the Ben Stiller show, and he yeah. was in a couple other things. Reality I bites. think like right after this, he plays Stam and Sand Sweet. Yeah. Stam and he directed, Sweet. He directed Cable Guy. Yeah. So yeah. he did that next, I think, because yeah. Cable Guy was like 96, 96 97. Yeah. Yeah. So it was right around the same time. Yeah. But you know, this, this movie maybe is why I always have a special place for Ben Stiller. And I've always liked him, yeah. probably because I saw this growing up. Right. And he's really one of the funny funniest and best characters I think that he's played in his career in oh, this yeah. movie. Oh yeah. It just so happens to be in the beginning. It's a great character. It's like all time. I feel like all time, like kooky sketch style characters. Like this is, this is an all time character. I mean, you mentioned the scene where he's walking on the glass like that. Yeah. I was laughing. <laughs> I was like rolling on the floor here. Yeah. That's how hard I was laughing at that. It's stupidly funny. Yeah. What do you think it was like to work with him on this movie as the kids? Like, oh, it was, it's you think gotta he be, method acted? It's gotta be difficult. And I feel like he had lived a lot of lines too. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think the kids like were scared of him? Do you think he was having fun with it? Oh, yeah, it was probably a blast. They no, 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 scary at all. I feel like with him, him yelling at you, like it must be hard to not to keep a straight face. Right? Yeah, yeah. So as far as a rating goes, I know we we do ratings, or ratings that mean nothing, you know. So I mean, I'm going to start off giving the movie nine based on nostalgia, and then I'm going to um, subtract it a few points because what I realized that both sides of the coin were morally bankrupt and there are no winners. There are only losers in this movie. So I bumped it down to an 8.5. I'm, I'm going to 10 out of 10 because <laughs> 10 out of 10. This is the first set. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'll, I'll go 9.2 because I'm doing minus 9. 0.8 2. because okay. the kids were wrong. 
and Tony Perkis was right. Yeah. And the, the, the public just doesn't know. And the public doesn't know. And I feel like I need to start uh, a campaign. Nothing. They don't know. They don't care. Tony Perkis was right. Yeah. That's I'm saying 9.2. But no, seriously, this movie is awesome. And it really you should, rocks. Yeah. You should absolutely totally watch rocks. it. So uh, we got some Facebook action. I gotta love a little Facebook yeah, action. Yeah, you can leave us a review on Facebook, facebook.com slash the last row pod instead of Apple iTunes or whatever if you don't have Apple iTunes. Yeah, what he said. Facebook <laughs> review from Chris Brown, not that Chris Brown. The other Chris the Brown. The other Chris Brown. The one that loves our show. <laughs> he writes, discover the podcast on Spotify a few weeks ago. Oh, you can find us on Spotify. Spotify.com. Search for the last row podcast. The last row podcast. Pretty good podcast. I'm not sure how many times I've replayed their discussion on Mortal Kombat Annihilation. For real. Melina died getting kicked in the face. Now, for those of you who haven't heard a Mortal Kombat Annihilation episode, listen after dark. Yeah, it's <laughs> because it gets a little gets a steamy. Little steamy. <laughs> Loving the back and forth with these two. Great chemistry between the guys. I've been having one hell of a time going back through the back catalog. Five stars. Thanks, Chris. Too low. Too, too low. Five, five stars too low. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. If very, you want to leave kind, us a Facebook review, facebook.com slash the last row pod. We are on Twitter at the last row pod. Leave us a Apple Podcasts review. Five stars. Too low. If you if you have an Apple Podcast account and you haven't left us one, thanks to everybody that left one so far. I don't think I ever left one. I don't Did have, you? Do I have an Apple Pod? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't do Apple. You're, you're an Android guy. An you Android know? guy. <laughs> the website, our website is thelastrowpodcast.com. You can send us email, thelastrowpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your movie suggestions. Send us what you think about heavyweights. Are we too, are we too much on Tony Perkins' side? I want to know what you think because maybe we maybe we took too hot of a take today. I but, think you uh, went a little too far. I, I kind of played it down the middle. You played it down the middle. Least, I think you're a little ridiculous, <laughs> to be honest. And as I mentioned a couple weeks ago, we're on an every other week release schedule. So you'll get a show this week. We'll be off next week, and you'll get a new show the following week. Go to our Facebook page. Go to our Twitter page. We'll announce the next movie on there, and uh, we'll see you guys in about two weeks. Only if they hustle, will they get a new episode. <laughs> Lack of hustle means no episode. Next week's episode is cancelled due to lack of hustle. See ya!